Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, but you know what it is? Sometimes you've just got a, I don't know, my brother's got some 24-hour camera. And it's just on in his room. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's programmed it to come on at, or record at a particular time or some bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, he just goes in there and he mixes, and sometimes you'll catch him, his mix, and he'll be like, yo, I gotta put that on SoundCloud yeah. or whatever. Quickly. I like that. But I'm gonna dedicate When I'm in a dance, I'm dedicated. At least, at least that way you don't miss nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? Why miss it? And the killer is because you never know when the vibe's gonna come. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's why man has to have studios in their house because you never know right. when the vibe's gonna come. It's mad. Do you know what? As well, yeah. The vibe gonna come. Never know when because the vibe's sometimes gonna you come. see when you press record, all of a sudden the vibe's gone. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. The vibe's up. You think, oh, you know what? I could record this. Then you record it, and the vibe's gone. Because you got a, there's levels to vibes though. When you catch the vibes there, you've got to bill it quickly. Yeah. And you've got to get yourself amped because you're the one just pioneering the vibe. Mm. So you got to push the vibe. Yeah. You sell the vibe. Right. Like, you ready to ride? Mm. <laughs> I, I feel like the that. tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling tired. I wake up now. <laughs> Pow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you ready to ride is the original one, you know. Are you ready to ride? <laughs> what? Are, are you, you ready, ready to ride? ride? Hey, are you, you ready, ready to, to ride? ride? Yeah. We're going to do it tonight. Woo! Yeah. Are you ready to ride? Hey. My dog, my dog, are you feeling the ride? Hey. But are you feeling the vibe? Ray. Are, are you, you ready, ready to ride? ride? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is number. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's number one. It's a number one in Macedonia right now. I'm telling you right now. I can feel it. I can feel it, dog. Oh, mate. Chucky, what is it today? Oh, man. Do you know what? It's a birth birth. It's a birth birth. Can terrible. I just say that the selection for champagnes and stuff around here is terrible. Right. I went to two shops and you saw the one that I ended up over there with no bags then coming out. So I'd like to 
could East Africa, could you hand this over to Chucky, please? As we say happy birthday to this young man. <laughs> he turns 21 today. <laughs> they grow up so big. Hey, you know? love for that. But what we have to drink today is some apple syrup. Oh, sensational stuff. Because Puff Daddy has been actually out here with gigs and I'm just saying, yeah. East Africa, do you mind handing that over to the yeah. fantastic? We're busting this one, yeah? So we're we're going to bust this one. one. Yeah, ready. Yeah, are you ready. drinking East Africa? I just want to know, are you joining in the vibes and the celebrations of Chuck Chuck's B-Day? Yes. Oh, my no, brother. Yeah, 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 that's nice. Let's go. Soft drinks, what are we choosing? Um, I'm going to go for the, the what's that, Chop Chop? Chop Chop. Yeah, going for the Come Chop on. Chop. It's mine over Could here. Could you pour mine And a cup cup. Please? Come on. Yeah, yeah man. Pour mine for me. Yes! It's another one, boy. Um, You're looking younger. I don't know what you're doing because you need to now reveal the secret. As you get older, you're moving like wine. That's it, your wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f I feel, do you know what, yeah? I feel all right, like, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to keep it 100 today. Please. Thank you, my brother, I appreciate. Approaching this birthday, I haven't felt good. Why? And it's not about the birthday. So it could have, my birthday could have been in, in December. Right now, I don't feel great. Huh? And what I've realised is, yeah, is that like the... Um, and let me be clear. Right this second, I feel great. Right now you feel Right good. now I feel very good. And look, but look, the surrounding area. Look, like, this. you know what this means to me. You know what it means to just sit down and have a reasoning with my brethren. Come on. Do you get what I'm saying? Come on. When I'm in that and in these isolated moments, uh, I'm up. When I, I know when I leave here today, I'm gonna be feeling so good. But just in general, I haven't been. And like, I've realized, like, I was thinking about it the other day, yeah? I realized that like, my line between me feeling centered and me feeling like a bit off balance is very fine. It's not my my. It's not it's not a thick line. It's not a you know. It takes a lot to take me off the circle or the the the, the uh, like to take me away from being centered. Sometimes it does just take small little things. But the the really good thing about it is is that I know the solutions. I know the solutions. I know that the reason why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling at the moment is because in in reality, bro, I feel like I haven't been intentional with some of the things I've been doing at the moment. I feel like I haven't... Um... All right, can you just, before you go on to the next one, can you just sort of like... What I mean by that? Yeah, what do you mean by you haven't been intentional with some of the things that you've been doing? So, even like even with, let's say, ideas. Yeah. I have ideas. I have things that I want to do. Yeah. And I can do them. And we can do them. Or I can have people do things for me or whatever it may be. I've got all of the resources to be able to do some of the things that I want to do. But when I attack the day, the day isn't always intentional to what my plans and objectives are, which is my fault, which is my doing, yeah? And I think when I, you know, every, every day that goes by, it's just a day, it's just a day, it's just a day, it's just a day. But then, you start looking back and you're like, rah, 30 days have just gone. Two months have just gone. Three months have just gone. And I'm like, I haven't been intentional with the plans that I've wanted to, you know, try and put in place and do and whatever else. And, I, and now I started to feel like, yeah, this is affecting me a bit. I need to, I need to step that up. Um, 
also just to be clear as well this is not about money it's not about um it's not about like what people would deem as success for me it's just like just the small little things that make me that make my world go around do you get what i'm saying no 100 100%, 100% i'm back um so yeah like i just i felt like i haven't been intentional on that there's also like something that's super personal as well which I, i'm not going to talk about but there's somewhat like i need to have a conversation with someone about something um which i haven't done yet and i know that once that conversation is done everything will be cool but i need to have the con i need to have that conversation do you know what i mean and yeah like there's a there's a bunch of things that surround that that make it that is making it even more of a thing so I feel like like those are a couple things that are um, making me not feel centered at the moment. But as I said, I know the solution and I know what I can do in order for me to feel a lot better about myself when it comes to that. You know what I mean? So I think the the effect on the effect on these things that I've just mentioned, these couple of things, there's more, but the effect on them is when I wake up, even though I'm not a morning person anyway, we know. I'm not a morning person, but I get things done. You know what I mean? When there's things that need to be done, I get them done. Um, if there's a place that I need to be, I'm going to be there. I'm never going to let any, I'm never going to let anyone down. And I'm not going to let myself down. I'm going to, you know, go and do whatever it is that I need to do. But I also think as well that like, it shouldn't be based on me needing to do things. Like usually when I'm centered I wake up and it's like, right, there's nothing that necessarily needs to be done, but these are the things that I'm going to do today. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. These are the things that I'm going to do today. These are the dots that I'm going to connect. And then when we look at the day or we look at the month or we look at the week or whatever it is, it's like, right, that's being productive or whatnot. Whereas for me now, it's like sometimes I'm waking up and I'm like, well, nothing needs to be done right now. I don't feel that great. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to defrost however long that takes, and then I'll start to attack the day. That's not how I usually run my team. It's not how I run my team. So, you know, like, the uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, someone just asked me, like, how are you or whatever? And then I thought about it, and it was someone that I was, like, super close with or whatever. And I responded honestly, and I was like, no, I feel a little bit off. And I went home, and I started thinking, what, babe, why do I feel a little bit off? And I literally pinpointed it to that. You get what I'm saying? I pinpointed it to you know, um, not being as intentional as I could be. That's a big thing for me, man. And that's, I feel like that should be a big thing for anyone who's a creative as well, being intentional. Well, especially when you are, when you are, you know, when you, you're the center of your universe, right? So you will now, if you're the center of your universe and you are self-employed or you're running a company or whatever, or you're, you're dictating the course of your life, you can go you can go you can go a bunch of different ways it's actually this is the best way of putting it you see when you go to school you have to go to school they tell you you have to go to school you've got to be in at this time and you've got to leave at cert certain time otherwise there's consequences or whatever yeah but you see when you go to college it's up to you like you don't have to if you don't if you decide that you want to come in late it's up to you because it's your education it's your life it's what you want to do and so for me Usually, in my, how I am when I'm centered, I treat my life as if it is school. I gotta get up, I need to go and do this, I need to do that. 
I've got a. These are the things I've got to do. These are the dots I've got to connect. Do you know what? I want to learn something today. I need to speak to this person. I need to do X, Y, and Z or whatnot. But when I'm... The thing that has made me not centred is treating college like college and it not being serious. You know what? I just go in when I'm ready. Can I ask you a question? Go. Do you think it's possibly because at one point the motivation is higher and you're driven to do more because there's less of you in situations mm. which don't require much from you. So what I mean by that is everything that is you're doing is your doing. And anytime that you're in front of camera and so on and so forth, it's purely because you've created that opportunity yourself. Definitely. Now, the less that is happening, but you're still on screen. So you get more corporate deals and you're doing more things where you're still on screen, you're still active, but you're less involved in the creative process. Mm. Do you become less involved in the creating process of your own doings mm. to a certain extent? Because it happened to, I'm only throwing this out because that's what happened to me. So at the start, I remember I was doing that's a rap and it's me and Quazon and I'm doing, trying to do every little thing from getting eyes to everything. And it was, a, that's how that's a rap was. That's how a lot of the stuff that I was doing was until like 2012. And then you started, I'm in Copper 90 and everything is done for me. And I'm still on screen. So I'm getting the same objectives that I felt I was getting by me not doing the creative process. But then I realized, wait a minute. Now I'm in a habit of just sitting down waiting. And I didn't like that because yeah. I didn't have much control. And there were still things that I wanted to do, but because my time was covered up with things that I kind of had to do because it, this was paid work, I looked at it as money. It took presidency over what I wanted to do. And before you know it, that's a habit. Mm. And then you're just like, wow, 30 days have passed and I still haven't even done what I've wanted to do, right. but I've done what all of these other people have wanted me to do. Yeah. Do you feel you might have fallen into that habit with all the work that you've got? Um, I hope that made sense. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Not necessarily. Good. Um, and I think that is because I'm not as busy as I was last year. I'm balanced in regards to that and it's good. And I think that is another reason why it's affected me a little bit because it's almost like last year when I was busier, I could have made an excuse. I could have. Ultimately, it's still going to be an excuse at the end of the day, but I could have made one. But now I don't have an excuse. There isn't, there isn't an excuse. Do you know what I mean? And I have to hold myself accountable for that because I'm like, rah, what I don't want to do, and this, I remember I was saying this to, I said this to Tigo actually, I sat down with Tigo at the end of last year, um, just on a one, just on, like, you know, on an improvement thing. What I was doing was sitting down with some people and I just wanted to just talk about like ways to improve and whatnot. But one of the things, one of the reasons why I was doing that is because you know what I don't want to ever do in life, bro, is I never want to coast. I don't want to just float. I don't want to just, you know what? Yeah, like things are just going all right, like, you know what I mean? I just coasting. That never sits right with me. Coasting never sits right with me. What usually sits right with me is when my brain is ticking when it comes to doing certain things. Do you get what I'm saying? Or being mentally stimulated. And sometimes the, men the mental stimulation comes from me seeking stuff. You get what I'm saying? Seeking certain types of conversations or, you know, having certain lines of work that is, might take me out of my comfort zone a little bit or, you know what I mean? Like, just things that, I, things that I've got to think about. 
you know. But yeah, like the last couple of months or the last few months, bro, I just started to feel like I'm just coasting a bit. I'm just, I'm just floating. That's dangerous. Because the more yeah, you... I, yeah and no. Go. This is where I got to cut you. Yeah Go and on. no. Yeah and no. Big man, in our line of work, there's no cutoff point. Mm. There's no cutoff point. If you work in an office, big man, you don't even like everyone there more time. You like you go you got your little tribe that you go and do your little cigarette break with. Mm. You might even go to Marbella with them. You have your little you know what I'm saying, your little click. You might cuss the people at the end of the corridor. Mm. But essentially when five o'clock comes, you might not even talk to these people after then. Yeah. You just wanna go home and that's your cutoff point. When you do a job that you actually like and it's more like a career path, you're consistently thinking about so much stuff to do with your job. You don't even, you're not even fully engaged in half the conversations that you have with people. Mm. You're consistently thinking about your job somewhere in the back of your mind. You might even be looking at a conversation and think, how could I incorporate parts of this into my job? That's how much this job will take you. So you see that coasting period? Sometimes that's the most healthiest part of your job. Mm. If you don't give yourself time to breathe mm. and think about absolutely nothing, nothing just for a period of time i feel like you become a slave to that way of thinking no, and that's that. very dangerous mm. because if you don't know how to cut off if you don't know how to disassociate yourself if you want to have a family children so and so forth my brother you're gonna to have to learn how to cut off and the last thing you want to do is be learning on that job yeah. learn how to do it before you do it so that becomes part of your armory right. and some people be on this ah oh, man i work 24 7 yeah, that's great that's fantastic my g <laughs> i think you might be depressing let's have, have a cutoff point sometimes yeah. and enjoy let's enjoy what we've done look yeah. back on what you've done reflect yeah. have time to just chill out yeah no you're right street sure. pharmacist if that's what you do right have a juice oh strong is happening you know what? I might even go with the work colleagues. Just have a cut-off point sometimes. Right. People are afraid to relax after working hard. No. After you've worked hard, relax. But if you are relaxing and you ain't worked hard, my friend, you are what I like to call lazy. Right. Privileged. I don't know that. I had six people in a two-bedroom flat in Ferry Lane. I'm not from that. <laughs> we had to work hard. Yeah. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I toasted that still. Well, listen... <laughs> Do you know what is the, the ironic thing about me, yeah? Is that sometimes I feel like I switch off. The more the the more busier the more busier I am, is the better I am at switching off. Mm. Do you get what I'm yes, saying? Yes, I do. When it's when I've got time now, and I'm like, you know what? Okay, cool. I, there's some time to plan. There's some time to do some things or whatever it is. Then, like, I might overdo. I might overdo the thinking because I'm not really switching off because I feel like oh I'm not really I'm not really doing so much at the moment but like my brain's just ticking I'm thinking about stuff which is okay to a degree but then I one I haven't switched off and then two you know what like I haven't even done it I'm thinking oh yeah boom I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that we need to think about doing this I need to have a look at doing that I need to call this person for this I need to whatever one step, two steps, three steps, four steps, five steps. I look back and I'm like, right, I've taken, I just done all of that, but I didn't, I didn't do anything. All of these days just went by and I just didn't even, and I, so what was that for? I sat there and spent so much time thinking about all of these different things that I'm going to do or that I want to do or the X amount of plans or whatever, 
You know what I mean? I'm trying to watch something on TV. I can't even switch off about it. And I didn't even, I didn't even fucking do it. I didn't even do it. Yeah, but then it's like, you're not, I, do you, don't you have a creative process in doing things? So I understand myself so well to the point of creating something. I actually know how it works. Right. I know that if I think of something, I'm like, that'll be a lit idea. Cause it's come out of nowhere. I am not putting pressure on myself to have the answers to everything straight away. So whatever it is that I thought about, I tend to then consume content or speak to people just for a period of time that are involved in that one idea that I have. Just so I'm consistently now thinking about it. My mind's always thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, in my notes, which I can show you, because I have notes for every single one of those things that I'm involved in, I then open a folder with that and I just write things every single day that's got something to do with that. And then by the end of the week or the end of two weeks, I just got, I can show you lists of things to do with that. I'm like, ooh. And now I can now actually take that note and create something off the back of it. Because I don't, to put pressure on myself to just think of all the things, it's too do much pressure. Do you know pressure. what you do that I like though, actually? And I feel like I need to do more of that. And I've seen you do this before. Like you think of an idea mm. and then straight away you ring the according person that could help with that thing. Yeah. Or that is like, that's close to it. Yeah. Immediately, boom, I've got this idea. This is what I think, bam, 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 bam. Have a quick conversation with it. That person who is highly skilled in whatever it is or is close to it, then is then on to you then, if anything. Yeah. yeah, boom. You know what? Yeah, that's good. I can do this. I can do that and whatever. I need to be better at doing that. Sometimes what I do is, yeah. I, I may think about something or whatnot, and then I'm just like, oh yeah, like I'm, I might just, when I speak to that person, I'll let them know or I'll talk about it or whatever. I've got to stop doing that. No, because your thought process is like the DVD logo bouncing around the TV. <laughs> by itself. <laughs> let someone else join in, Chucky. <laughs> I just phone someone like, yo, what do you think about this? No? <laughs> All right, cool, say no more. I just need something, someone that I respect to give me enough information to know whether that's the right move to make or the wrong move to make. Because yeah. sometimes I just be thinking of some crazy things, bro. <laughs> some crazy shit. And there's always someone to go, all right, Paul, rein it in. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, I've got this one idea. What? Well, sorry, sorry. To, I'm going to remember what you just said there. Yeah. But you see, like, My what happens when someone tells you to rein it in, but you don't feel like you need to rein it in? Then I don't. Right. Because you know what it is? I'm asking your opinion and I value your opinion based upon logic. If you give me feeling, I don't know how you've lived your life. What's that? Pineapple. In the juice. In the juice. But I don't, want the ju I don't want that no more. I want this. But I'll have the pineapple though. My brother, you know, look at pine pine. Come on. I'll have some of that. Pineapple. It's his birthday, you know, big man. How am I getting the pineapple first? I'll go first. All right, say no Ray J. Um, so, yeah, so like when, I, when you tell me the reasons why you don't think it should happen, I'm just like, if it doesn't make sense to me, my brain just like takes it with a pinch of salt. And I remember that you said it, but you haven't given me clear justification why we can't do you this. just ring someone else. I probably don't. I just go, oh. do you know what? Let me develop it a little bit more. Sometimes I blame myself. Like mm, maybe I didn't articulate the message clear enough because yeah. your response, it doesn't really make sense to what I've said. So yeah. maybe that's my fault. Let me go back and reword the message. Or, but I just kind of just dismiss it until you say something where I'm like, oh shit. Right. That makes perfect sense why I shouldn't do this, you know? Yeah, I'm yeah, out. I hear that. I'm out. <laughs> I hear that still. Yeah, I hear that. You said that, I don't know if you remember, you literally just said that you had like you had this idea hmm. and you was about to go into what the idea was. Do you remember? No. Oh man, sorry. No, I'm joking. The good thing is that conversation we had gave me enough time to also think, should I speak about yeah, that right. idea? Yeah, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I thought, mm. Should I tell this idea? Next but, minute now you see someone else doing it. 
No, they couldn't do it, man. You told me. Now, there's certain ideas, bro, that like, no matter how much, no matter where where you say it or who you say it to, yeah, there's, there's, there's no minerals or source over there to execute it. Like, we could do the same thing, but it's just not the same thing. Even if someone stole my idea, I don't think I'm that attached to it anymore, man. I used to be really, really upset, but then I just realized, you know what, man? At least I know I'm good at what I do. Yeah. It would be nice to live in an honest world, but hey, we got Top Boy. And I did enjoy Top Boy, despite the fact that I haven't seen the new series properly. Oh, well, in your own time, there's no rules. But on your birthday now, because we were supposed to record on yours. Jesus Christ. We were supposed to record on yours. I'm still recovering now. I still feel the pain. I'm not going to lie. When you was walking, when we was walking here, I could, your walk was different still. Is your it? walk wasn't the... Yo, like your walk. <laughs> See, your natural walk is so flamboyant, bro. I'm not going to lie. Your walk today was very... I just stepped out of the office. Allow me, man. Yeah, yeah, And them yeah. bags are heavy. I can't lie to you. And I had a little jog today as well. Nah, man. Go on. I don't know what happened, Chucky, man. I cannot lie to you. I just know that when we were at the dinner... I didn't feel great. So what I kept doing was walking around. So So, So I had a birthday dinner at number five. Shout out number five. Hornsey, you're done now. Um, Good little food there. Had a good time. And then, but before then I felt the pain. So I just tried to ignore it throughout. I said to myself. What pain though? Bro, I had this pain in my chest, bro. Like right here. And I was just like, it feels weird. Underneath your heart? Yeah, it was just mad uncomfortable. So I was just like, ah, forget it, man. (laughs) Getting old, isn't it? It's my birthday. Ignored it. By the time I got back to my house, everyone came back to mine. I just said to myself, my G, I feel like there's someone sitting in my... I feel like I'm pregnant in my chest, big man. Like, what the hell is going on? This is mad. I need to go to bed. So I just went straight to bed. By the time I woke everyone up... Everyone was in your yard still. Yeah, I'd left them and I don't mind. They can just yeah. chill. I don't really give a shit. So, but the killer is, I couldn't sleep. The pain was so intense, I couldn't sleep. So I remember everyone leaving. I remember... Other yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing your thing for the it's community. My birthday, man. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm just doing your thing for the community. Through the pain. Right. A little bit of pleasure. Strong. Come on. Me. So then I yeah, bro. Like I remember the little half hour hours, half an hour sleep. I got up, woke up in the morning, my bro, Jesus Christ, I was in so much pain. I couldn't move. The pain had gone from like my chest to my back. I was just like and I don't phone police, I don't phone ambulance, I don't phone fire, I don't phone any of these guys. I had to swallow that I was like, yo, please. People, can you just send someone? Send anybody. Just come and save me, dog. I'm in pain. I phone 999. Big man, they ignored the whole thing. What? They said to me, yeah, uh, unless it's a, a real emergency. I said, no, I'm just trying to be calm. I'm in serious pain. I'm here by myself. I wasn't by myself. I'm here by myself. Can bro. you please just... They ignored, bro. So then I phoned like 111 or something like that. And then they yeah, said, Yeah, what is that other number? It's, yeah, there's another number. I found an alternative number anyway. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then they came. And then, boy, when they came, I just thought, let me just turn it into a little joke, put a little picture on my grandma. I thought I'd be fine. Bro, I, I went into the hospital at like 7 something, 7.30. I left at like 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Shit. Test after test after scan. They're panicking. I'm just like, what? I'm in a corridor for like 55 minutes. These white walls that were once white and now mixed race. And I'm just looking at them like, this corridor oh, is shit. dirty. It just stinks. Was There's you some on your own? screaming. Yeah, G. Fucking hell, man. Sorry. And then man. my mom had to come out of nowhere like, yo. Because basically, because of the COVID restrictions, you can't even do anything. Then my mom's had enough. So she just started doing that yardy accent and bare things and they just let her <coughs> Is it still? <coughs> actually, tell her like, no, there was a guy that actually up. watches this podcast. <coughs> Shout out you. What he happened? has COVID. A guy watches this podcast. Shout out you. Thank you, my brother. He actually got, went and got my mum. 
Oh, did he? Yeah, because man. there's certain parts of the hospital no, did you can't go in, right? There's certain parts of the hospital you can't go in, right, because of the COVID thing. Not with my, not when my mum went mad. Mm-mm. What when Serious. this guy brought my mum through? She started talking about this is my only son. This yeah. time she's got three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she started getting mad over there. I just said, you know what? You see Jamaicans when they're ready to lie to get what they want. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, yeah, convincing, yes. What? I had to love her for that, man. So shout out my mum, and uh, and there wasn't just my mum. There was my friend there as well. That yeah. She helped me very nicely. Right, right. Come on. So, what happened in the end? Well, they gave me like seven pills a day, a day to take. So, I was on yeah. like seven pills a day for like <clears throat> eight days. Did you start feeling better? Yeah, yeah. I, found, I feel much better now. Yeah. Um, and then I started feeling progressively better throughout the week. Right. But um, at the same time, they, they just couldn't really tell me what it was. So, that just kind of peed me off. So What did it do? See, like when you was going through what you was going through, yeah? What did it do to your thought process? Like, you know, like sometimes when you, you're you having a good time, you know what I mean? Life is good, you're having a good time, you're doing the things that you want to do, whatever. Then all of a sudden, <clears throat> you're hit with something, yeah, that like kind of stops you a bit and it's put you in a place that you was not expecting to be at, which is the hospital, essentially. Yeah. <clears throat> And you're having to spend hours there. On top of the fact that like, you've got to do tests after test. They're rushing around. Doctors as well and nurses, as good as some of them are, some of them have this thing of delivering news as if something mad's about to happen. <laughs> the way that they're talking, yeah, is like, fam, it sounds like, I don't know, I don't even know, I don't even know what you're talking about, but what you're saying sounds mad serious to me, yeah? What did it do to your thought process at the time? Like, how was you thinking? I don't take nothing serious, but I just knew I was in pain. Um, the longer, I just felt like, I think it was by the, I took a CT test or something like that. That was like the seventh test or scan or something. Yeah, I it's, done it's so CT much stuff. scan, isn't it? Yeah. When I took the CT and they said something like, something about knowing that I'm in pain, they're like, you can see this, that there's a lot of pain, but we can't figure out what it is. At that point, I was like, you know what, yeah? I can't lie to you. You see, when I get out of this, I was like, I know this is all going to be done in like a week's time. We'll have to sort it out. I'm jogging every day. Every day when I wake up, I'm waking up. I'm not going to wake up and slowly start my day. Right. I'm just going to open the door and just run for 30 minutes and then walk back to my house and then look at all the things I've got to do and I've got to just get stuff done. That's all I kept thinking. So that's even now to now, like just... Every day, there's just bare things I need to get done. I'm just getting it done. I just want it done. I don't care about it. It's going to be a little bit... In, I'm going to be insensitive for a period of time. I don't give a damn. I need things done. Because mm. I realised that... Do you know what? Half the time, I'm stressed about things that are not getting done. Mm. And then when I was in that hospital, I was still thinking about work things that are not getting done. Yeah, I'm And like I was that. just like, raw. Like, even in my worst point, I still have no clear mind. I am dying for a clear mind. So I am getting everything done. I've just said that's all it is. Pro- proper on it, Chucky. Yeah. Proper <clears throat> on it. And I'm zero tolerance to things that I know are not good for me. I know it sounds mad crazy, but that corridor for 55 minutes, I could smell cabbage. There was no cabbage in the whole of the hospital. Jesus Why God. am I smelling cabbage? Why? And well, it didn't smell like fresh cabbage. It was like 10 day cabbage water. I was just in this mad. corridor with these cream walls and they're not even intentionally cream. 
it just it was frazzling my brain. I just when I come out of here, these terms is someone's panty. Someone's. I saw an old woman taking a shit. I've opened a bloody door to go. This oh woman just God. oh, it was just horrible. North Whittington oh, Hospital. Shit. You've got to improve, man. It, oh, well, you walked in now. She's got her panties down, shitting off the place. Shitting tonight. off the place, bro, and it stank. Oh my! I don't know God. what's in her diet. You see, when I get that age, I'm just gonna be eating cabbage and emptying their car. Yeah, you know, obviously, when you get to a certain age now and you've just been doing a whole bunch of madness and you ain't flushed your system out properly, oh. then you can just only imagine the absolute rawity that is in the intestines and the stomach and the... Oh, my God. Worse than Steve-O. If you smell Steve-O's... Right, fam, in Filthy Fellas the other day, Steve-O let something rip, dog. I can't, it smelled worse than the hospital. That's the only thing worse than the hospital smell. Steve-O, he needs a clean out. Because when he gets to the same age as that woman I saw in that toilet taking a oh shit, my God. I cannot <laughs> lie to you, whatever comes out of Steve-O's ass, yeah. nuclear weapon. Oh my nuclear. God. Nuclear. North Korea taking it now. I'm telling you, nasty. Oh God, and man. South, dirty. Oh my Steve-O's God. thing is just... Fucking hell, man, Steve-O, Jesus Yeah, yeah, Christ. yeah, diet anyway. But yeah, flipping, being in the hospital and that is fuck. yeah, it's nuts. I'll tell it's you, bro. I'll tell you, it is nuts. It's great when it just quick, you leave, and then you're out of there, whatnot. But when, you know what, like, when you add to the fact that, like, one, they're understaffed, two, you know, there's, like, there are a lot of trainees there, there are some people that may not necessarily have great experience just yet. And then you know what? If you don't even have, if you can't afford to do the private thing, then you know you're kind of stuck with that, and it's tough. It you say that, tough. yeah, but then the thing is, yeah, I said to them inside the hospital, I was like, you know what? No disrespect to you, like, you have been fantastic, but I just want to go private. You know, the woman said, I do private as well. She goes, thank you. She's yeah. like, what are you gonna do? Just book me when I'm off my, off, off these work hours. I was yeah. like, what? She goes, that's what everyone does. She says private. We're the same doctors. We just don't. Mm. She said, look at you like this. A football coach can work in a school as a football coach and he will still do football sessions outside of that. Mm. And I was like, I hope that's not the case for everything. This is just me. This is what she told me anyway. And I was just like, if that's the case, I'll just come here. I thought private was the next thing. Like, oh, Well, it's quick. Like, I think like more time because that, that was an eye opener for me. See, when I had my knee surgery, yeah, I went through the NHS, but I went into a place where it was private. Because they do what? private and NHS. I said, I want a blouse and skirt. So uh, luckily I got the best, whatever's supposed to be the best treatment. But it's all the same thing. <laughs> that is a con. But do you know what though? This better be a big had I of Had I have gone private in the beginning, yeah. I wouldn't have had to wait a year and a half to get the surgery. In oh, the first so all place. it does is it speeds up the process. Speeds up the process. So like, think, like luckily for me, I wasn't in pain. I just knew there was something that wasn't right with my knee. So then basically, I should only go private when it's something mad urgent. Mad urgent. Well then, big man, I can wee it because I'm back. I'm not going nowhere. I feel great. I look <clears throat> great. Benja, you're done now. Mix it a little Fendi, you're done now. Out here, Chucky's birthday, pineapple in my juice. Yes. Come on. And you know what? Anyway, off that, just came back from Marbella. Yes, what you yeah. saying? Yeah. You know what? Oh, we had a sensational time. That's what I want to hear. Let me tell you this, yeah. Please. Oh, that was such a highlight. I am not going to go into the ins and outs of the stag because... It's private. That's private. Come on. But what I will say is, one, it was an honour organising it 
Come, oh, is that your feeling now? Yeah. Spiracy. It was an honor organizing it. The right. villa. Oh, let me tell you this, actually. Aston. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Nah, the girls don't say that, though. Trust me. Um, We're all night. But, uh, <laughs> we be all night. <laughs> you see, when you're organizing something like this, it's always difficult because you're trying to accommodate so many people that are in different stages in their life. Different circumstances. And different circumstances. It's mad. It's always difficult, especially when you're doing it last minute. If you're doing it a year in, a, in advance, then it's different. I think a lot of people do that. They know a year in advance, they're going X, Y, they just book it and then people can just pay off either straight away if, they, if they're good like that, or some people can just put up pay, payment plans or whatever it may be. Yeah. Whatever's to their convenience. Whatever's to their convenience. But this was different different because because of the circumstances, we had to do it last minute. We had to turn it around, whatever, yeah. And so for that, you know, there's a list of people that um, my, my friend wanted me to invite but also I'm having to look at, okay, cool. One, I need to get a, like a big enough space. I need to get something that everyone can afford and boom, 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 boom. And then it got to a point where it was like, I'm trying to do so much to accommodate everyone, yeah? I had one conversation with someone and they was like, listen, you know what? You just have to just book what you can that is nice and that is comfortable enough. And whoever can make it, can make it. If they can't, they can't. It's just one of them unfortunate things. You just need to find out like who definitely 100% is non-negotiable, has to be there, yeah? So boom, did that. Few people dropped out. But I'll be honest with you, as much as it would have been good being them being there, of course it would have. It would have been amazing that they was there. But I'm not gonna lie. They missed out. It, oh. Yeah, Let there me are tell some you this. trips like that, man. Let me tell you this, it just worked out lovely because the villa that we got was just enough for the right amount of people that was there. If there was more people in there, we wouldn't have been able to use that villa. We'd have to have got a next villa. But then also when you look at logistics of like moving around, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more people to worry. There's more people. There's, there's more people, people to, to worry about, so. Right, exactly. Or if there's loads of people, it's like hard to think whatever. You know, we had a, a driver called Pepe, yeah, who was, do you know what I mean? Took us where we was going and whatnot. And we could just move when we wanted to move and how we wanted to move. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, better than Arsenal winger. Oh, I'm telling you strongly. But you know what? I think more than anything, the real good thing about it was, yeah, is just, you know, when, you, when you're just spending time with your brethren. Brother. Brother. And you know, like, again, as you start to hit different stages in your life, have you started to hit a certain stage in your life? Circumstances, again, some people have families, you get what I'm saying? Some people have, you know, a certain type of business where they have to travel all over the place or whatever it may be. So Whatever your you responsibility is exactly. may come into play. And you can't, you don't always, you might not always be able to be in the same environment together for a bunch of days. Yeah. But you choose this day or a few days and you're just out and you're just enjoying life. Oh my God, bro. We had such a good time. Bro, it was so fun. I drank so much alcohol, though. One, I drank so much alcohol. Yeah, don't stop now, though, big man. I can't lie to you. And yeah, by I the need, way, I need to top up, it is way. better with the Sprite. Mm. Um, top top. Come on, Ross. Pause. Pause. Please. Yeah, strong. Neat. But, um... And a Sprite, please. But, yeah, like... Yeah, there was one particular day, bro. I was, we were drunk the whole day. The whole day, the whole day, bro. I, you know, like I'm not a paralytic drunk in it. I'm just not. But I'm a vibes drunk when I'm ready. Come when we on. Come back to the villa, 
and it's just a big strong vibes and we're just running some reggae music and just singing to tune and whatnot the villa's so f- i couldn't find the fucking any pots i mean any um any plates to eat because i just wanted to have a quick snack but the vibe's so up you get what i'm saying the vibe's up i'm singing to tune we're just in there just vibes and whatnot bro i see a picture when we come back i've got a frying pan and i'm eating kellogg's in the frying pan with almond milk or oats milk singing some jacure tunes <laughs> my vibe was in a different place that day <laughs> you know what as crazy as i am and people go he's so mad i know he's seen everyone <laughs> i'm just here all, i'm just you drunk every day oh man. i like when i hear things like that because it makes me realize i'm not crazy mm-hmm. you're just sober yeah i, I hear that <laughs> exactly but nah, do you know what? It was sick, man. Like we just had a we had a really good time. It was fun. Um, the the flight was delayed and whatever. But you, my well, bay is a funny my, my bay is a funny place. Go I'll on, tell man. you why it's a funny place because you see, like for that environment and for what the circumstances was then, perfect. Is it my type of? I don't think it's any of our type of places to go really. If I look at all the people that was there, maybe barring one person, I don't think any of us would really just go there like as a as a place of like full enjoyment. Yeah, like you might go there for a certain particular vibe, but just where it's just not really my thing so much like that. Mm. But um, for what it was, we just fully enjoyed it. But bro, like, I'm telling you, these places, man, one is costly. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It is very costly. And two, there's all different types of businesses that are going on in there. And you just start to see, like, there was, like, a moment where I felt like I was in a game. It felt like I was, like, we're, like, in the middle of Marbella. And there's so much things that are getting orchestrated around us. And not centred on us. I'm just mean, I just mean in that proximity, yeah? There's just so much things getting organised and people getting placed in certain places and all of that, yeah? I'm just noticing it and I'm like... This is just mad. I just feel like I'm in a game because ultimately what what you're seeing, someone's controlling this. Someone owns this. I'm not saying it's a mafia boss, but I'm saying it might be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of controlling going on. There's a lot of moving parts and whatever. And You've I think, seen it. You look yeah, at it and you you're see, like, I recognise this type of movement. When you take a moment out of... See when you're drunk and you step out of being drunk and you actually start paying attention to what's happening around you, mm. you start feeling like, right, this is like a mad game. Mm. It's actually like a mad game. But bro, in terms of enjoyment, oh, mate. Top tier stuff, bro. Did you need it right now? Oh, I needed that. I needed that. Is it one of them ones that you didn't even know you needed it until you had it? Yeah, because I thought even... I was feeling the way that I was feeling all leading up to the holiday and that. And I, I knew that we was going to enjoy it. But I think it was the moment that... <coughs> when I got the key and we stepped into the villa, <laughs> that's when I thought, oh, now you know what? <laughs> hey, this is going to be all right, you know? Yeah. We're going to have a good... We're going to have a great time. And we did. And we did. And I'm just looking forward to just doing more of... I just want to do more things with friends, man. Do you know what I really want to do? I want us to go to Jamaica. Oh, badly. I want man. us to go to Jamaica and just have a just, even just a, t- a 7 to 12 day. Just chill, man. You get what I'm saying? A young car, just get a young car, maybe in the hill somewhere, chill out. And we, I, I just feel that. we got to do that. Do you I get what I'm love, saying? Yeah, I'd love And I, I advise that like, anyone that like c- can, whenever they can, like, 
even if it's just one time a year or a year and a half or whatever, like yeah, just take that, go there and just go and just enjoy, and just enjoy the moments. Enjoy the moments. You know, I'm coming back from that with already so much priceless memories. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah like you know a place like that you might as a man you end up having to spend more money than you would if you was a woman if you're a woman you're right you can just step in places you get what i'm saying you go you might turn up to a place as a guy with bare man and it's a bit more it's a techie you've got to spend x amount of money for that just with a gal you just walk up and more time is the open up the thing you walk in you're all right but yeah man Good time, ta- good time, man. But I understand it because I encourage it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The world, you know, the world, yeah, crazy. The world is full of contradictions. I'm sorry I'm going left, but when I have to think about that one scenario, I'm just like, rah, bro, to bits. This world is actually fucked to the, bits. The narratives pushed through popular culture are absolutely so fucked. I'm gonna say one thing on the stack. Fuck. One thing, man, don't worry. It's cool. I got you. <laughs> there was, <laughs> there was. We went to a beach club, yeah. Mm. And at first, when we got to the beach club, they're saying we had someone out there that was patterning certain things. So I was like, "Oh, like where's good to go? Or whatever, can you book us this or whatever?" Yeah. If anyone needs the link, by the way, I'll send it to you. So anyway, she was she was great. She was like, "Yeah, go to this restaurant. That's happening." Boom, 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 boom. She was patterning places. So anyway, we've got to one beach club, but we've got there late. Bearing in mind, beach club finished at eight. We've got there about. We got there about five, 5.30. So the woman's told us, yeah, boom, this is the price for the bed. I'm saying, rah, like that is a lot of money for the time that we're there. We're only there for two and a half hours. So I'm saying like, is there nothing you can do? She's saying, no, there's nothing you can do. The price is set, boom, 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 boom. So I'm like, is it even busy in there? Cause you can't see whether it's busy or not. You could just hear the music, yeah? So one of them's told me, look, I'll walk you in so you can walk around and see what he's saying. So I'm like, cool. So she's walked me in there. I'm not going to lie. It looked all right still. So I've come back. I've come back and I told them, yeah, it's all right. (laughs) It's all right. So then then they said, look, no, we'll we'll give it to you for this price or whatnot. So we're like, cool. So we've paid the money. We've gone in. We've had our little thing. We've ordered some food and whatnot. Then, I'm sorry to say this here. I'm sorry, innit? But there was a lot of Arab men in there at one point yeah and at one point i looked in the pool and there was about 25 to 30 arab men in flamingos what they was all on floating flamingos that is bear man bear arab man in the pool in flamingos yeah so I sit back on the bed now and I said to myself, blouse and skirt, why is there so much man in the pool? In flamingos. Then you know how my mind works. Here's how my mind works. Told you. Let's revert this now to Arab women. If there was 25 to 30 Arab women in the pool, in flamingos, I just have this strong feeling that these lot would have a lot to say about that. They would have a lot to say about that. And I thought, you know what? You're not doing anything wrong here. There's nothing wrong because you're enjoying yourself. These men were really, really having a... Well, no, no, let me tell you something. These men were having a sensational time together. Oh, they Chucky, didn't even know. Chucky, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter what you tell me. 
25 men in the pool in flamingos, for me, honestly, just for me, stinks. It's a stinker. It stinks. It's an absolute stinker. I don't stinker. care what you told me. I don't care how much of a good time there. They could have bought oh, every bottle of Ciroc on planet Earth. That image, in my mind, stinks. Right. Thank you. So, anyway, then I started to think to myself, the world is built of contradictions. So much. And it just is what it is. And it just is what it is. For that moment, this just is what it is. There's bare man in the pool, in flamingos. They're having a great time. And the fact of the matter is, one of them could have turned around to me and said, one of them could have turned around and said, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I know you're thinking that I may have a, a problem with seeing some of our women in, that, in the pool like that. But, one, I'm going to tell you that I wouldn't have a problem. And two, the fact of the matter is, they're not. <laughs> they're not in the pool. We're it's here. us. It's us. I tried to thought, I just had a thought, I just had a thought. Is most of life tribal and some of us just mind our own business? Elaborate. So. I like this. My mum used to put Dettel in the bath when I was younger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't imagine this happening in every household. <laughs> but when I told people that were lived in similar circumstances like right. me, no. same shade of skin colour as me and Ting, mm. they just understand where I'm coming from. Right. So if you don't understand, mind your business. Mm. I'm still here. Mm. Looking good. Skin young. Age young. Mm. I look great. Mm. On a day like this. It's, it's your birthday. Why do I have to look like this? Mm. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Mean. Is that Sorok? Yes. Pour it from in here. Pour, pour. Pour, pour. Come on, fam. Pour it up, pour it up. So this is my thing right now. Certain, certain people just have certain situations going on because of the way they lives, whatever. Sometimes we have to mind our own business unless we're willing to be there for the long run. Because mm. if you want to go and solve that problem, I just feel then there's many other problems within that community that are going to be affected by that. So you might as well stay there and sort them all out. You can't sort them all out though. But then, because because it's so fucked, because there are some things that are happening in certain communities that need to be fucking stopped. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, but who's the, okay, this is good. So if you could talk to the leaders of that community, then maybe fair enough, but it's just the way certain things but are what going if the leaders, about. But what if the leaders don't, if the leaders don't want it to change, then it won't change. No, there's all, there's all types of leaders in the community though. I'm not talking about leaders by uh, society standards. Okay. G Giggs is the leader of my community. Right. But no one can't tell me nothing. Mm. I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah. I feel no way. I hear that. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't yeah. necessarily have to have a leader where in which it's what the country says. No, there are leaders in certain communities. Like you think people don't come in and check in with gigs when they come to London. Yeah. I mean, I don't know none of this I love for sure. all of that, by the way. I don't know any of this for sure, but I'm just saying I saw him and Puff Daddy. Right. I just feel like everyone and checks in with gigs. And that's not just being Puff Daddy. It's been, I can go. Oh, no, no. This. We can go on forever, but yeah. Puff Daddy is been here. He's a. 10 years from now we'll still be on top right. it's been more than 10 years it's been 30 and I can't lie to you he's with gigs mm. I'm just looking at leaders respect leaders you know where I'm coming from but that's a whole other conversation and honourable shout, like... shout out to um, uh, Diddy's hair dye as well strong oh very strong mm. so anyway back to the point of I just feel like if you want to change, change certain things in certain communities there's just certain ways to go about it put it that way there's ways to go about it if you really care and I just think nowadays people just scream about something happening in the community, mm. don't know the actual community, but they're just outraged by something. They have no knowledge of anything to do with the community, but in all in their mind is this needs to stop now. And it's just like, I appreciate the intention. I appreciate that part, but 
shouldn't you learn more about how it got here so we can try and dissect it properly so we can actually get to it rather than you just saying, well, that's my attempt just for you to feel good about yourself. Yeah. And I think the thing is as well, yeah. I think as well though, like, see, the tribal thing is a good thing. Mm. But it's a bad thing when the idea of something being tribal is, to me, not bad. It's great. It's one person or a group of people within the, in a tribe that changes the intentions or the purity of the direction in which the tribe is trying to go. Yeah, 100%. Do you get what I'm saying? There's always communities. Even in a tribe, there are communities within that tribe. Yes. But usually everyone has one intention. I imagine there are people that live lives as Muslims and as Christians and so on and so forth. And tribally, they're all part of the same tribe. But guess what? All their intentions are going to be different. You shouldn't use the worst example of someone's intention within that tribe to epitomise the whole tribe. Yeah. I feel like that's just you trying to shit on someone because you feel like you're better. Or, do you know what I'm mm. coming from? When people be like, oh, they'll say something bad about Christians. Like, boy, you don't even know what this girl's doing. She's a Christian. It's like, yeah, but there's like 20 other Christians facts. not doing that. So why are we just focusing on her? Like, that's really? Facts. She's just... She, what the hell, man? Like, what, what the hell's going on? Do you know what I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, so... Yeah. No, I, I hear man. that still. Trust I think, yeah, I think, travels, man. do you think, like, ultimately, I guess there's always going to be contradictions in tribes, though, right? There's going to be good and bad in everything. It's going to yeah. be good and bad in everything. So who is it for anyone to come in and say to someone <laughs> what contradiction is right and wrong, right? It's, or unless we universally could agree on certain things. Like, we could, sometimes we might all universally turn around and say taking someone's life is, you know, is wrong. But to some people, that's not. I mean, I know I'm using a big example here. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Do you I get what I'm saying? coming from, but it's like, for me, it's this, isn't it? Dance a yard. Before. You dance abroad. Come on. And that's all it is. I'm not trying to say it's not great that you're not trying to help someone over there. But your kitchen's dirty. Mm. Why are you trying to mow their lawn? Your kitchen's dirty. There's nappies in there from last week. Forget their lawn. Mm. Go clean your kitchen. I just don't think people live by that principle. I think sometimes people like avoiding problems within their own life by pointing out someone else's problems just to defer them from thinking about their own problems. I see that happening all the time. I think that's the biggest problem in life. We're not trying to sort out things within our own tribe. I watched the Parkinson interview with Muhammad Ali. I'll never forget the one scene that really gripped me and it's still on YouTube to this day. That's why they, that's why they silenced this man. They had these, this guy in the crowd who picked up two boxers. One was black, one was white. And he said to Muhammad Ali something along the lines of, why are you always trying to talk about black people, black people? I'm out here trying to bring black and white people together. To which the very middle class, predominantly white crowd all got up and applauded. Muhammad Ali said, I have too many discrepancies within my black people for me to try and bring black and white people together. I'm trying to bring black and black people together. Mm. Crowd went silent. Because that's the reality. That's the truth. Not this ideology you have in your head. That's the truth. So I feel like when life is tribal and the leaders speak with right intentions, I think things can go forward. Mm. The only problem is the balance of life that exists. And yeah. that's what creates the problems. Not the actual intent, intentions of the majority of the people in the tribe, they're never really the problems. It's always the leaders, so to speak. Yeah. And whoever follows the leader's orders, those are the problems, not like... But and I think also to peel it back a little bit more anyway, pause is that like, you know, what was... <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, 
when we, you know, I always revert back to this a lot of the time, Bro, is that there's not a... clocking where he went, go on. Yeah, we, there isn't a, like, there isn't a universal right or wrong. I don't think that exists. Nah. So when you, when there are tribes created... No, there are some universal rights and wrongs. Go. There are some things universally that, you, fam, in any tribe, man should get shot for. Go. Utes. Big man, Tim Westwood. I think that's wrong. Right. And and, Across, and guess what? So do I. But there are some tribes you can marry 13-year-old girls. Right. I hear where you're coming from. Because I could be talking about that, but these times in my tribe, look what I want. You understand dance what I'm saying? But, but, but then here, but here the balance. But here the balance now. But here the balance now. But here the balance. I still say that's wrong? I would still say, I would still say that that what they're doing like, so obviously I would say that that's wrong. It's their trap, whatever, in my opinion. But my my where my mind and where I've been raised and whatever, I have like, I've been raised a certain type of way in a certain community and I've been raised in the West and there's certain things, that, you know, I just adopt or whatever. But let me just get to a thing here, yeah? They might do something that is really, really, really pure and really good in that tribe that we do naturally over here that they might think is mad. Do you get what I'm saying? So like when we look at, I, I don't know what example to give here, but let's just say like, you know, in, I don't know, like. Oh yeah, maybe, yeah, hospitality. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the hospitality vibe. They could be so hospitable in some way as a full community, so embracing. And you look at maybe over here and you're like, well, nah, it's just not the same. And I, I guess that you can't really compare that with abusing a child. I'm just trying to find like the right equivalency. But in essentially, is, what, what, essentially what I'm saying is, is that with that person doing what they're doing, they might think that they're right in that, which we would look at and say is wrong, but they might also do something that is so right over there. And when we look at ourselves, we're saying to ourselves, right, in reflection, that's wrong. What we're doing is wrong. Do you know what? Am I complicated? It? <laughs> no, no. Do you know what? You're making sense. I yeah, hear where yeah. you're coming from because you're basically saying there's rights and wrongs in both communities. So more or less, it is dance a yard. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't address certain things and not say that they're bad. But for certain communities to invest so much time in trying to change something in certain areas, it's just like you're actually ignoring what's happening in your own community. And if you can sort out your own community and make that a reflection of what you want the world to see, at least the world can see what you're trying to say in opposed to what you're trying to preach so to mm. speak if that makes any sense so like for example i don't know within my work a small example is when i was doing this job early on i didn't see enough young people um i felt in positions where they were presenters by right or they were uh, personalities or whatever or most importantly i always just say i'm just poet i used to always say i'm poet or what do you do i'm poet from early i used to be like, i do whatever i want because i'm i'm multi-layered and i used to always preach that from 2012 2013 and the reason why I did that is because that's the tomorrow I wanted to see. And then throughout that, then I got loads of other individuals around me that felt the same. You project that message loud enough. Now you've all got bigger positions within this economy. All of a sudden, there's more people listening to you. Now there's tons of people that just go, this is who I am. I can do what I want. I'm not saying I'm the reasons why it happened. I said I'm part of the influence within that right, happening. Right, right, so right, right. I wanted tomorrow to be like that. Mm. If more communities thought like that, then what happens is you create more versions of what you want to see tomorrow right. so you can show another community, look, this is the blueprint, this is how you do it, you should do the same potentially if this is an issue within your community. Yeah. And I feel like that's the way you would solve more problems. But when you've got like, for example, people within this country um, wanting to put down all of these individuals for being, I don't know, 
ch- kitty fiddlers, mm. but the royal family got them. Mm. It's just like, well, mm, I don't know, because you're not really punishing anyone over there, but you're punishing all of these individuals. So what you're doing is like you're creating a hierarchy to problems within society. So if you are considered an individual of royalty or in the houses of parliament, you can get away with fuckery. But if you're just your everyday individual, we're flinging you in prison. Like that is not a good message for a community to send because it's too confusing. Now people are going to feel like, oh, I have to be rich and famous in order to get away with murder. No, that shouldn't be the life in your country. Mm. It should be that there are some things that are immoral that if anybody does, they're punished equally. Why should the, why there should be why is there yeah, differences different. for this punishment yeah, yeah. because of social status? Yeah, that's crazy. What type of message are you sending? Yeah, hierarchy is fuckery sometimes though. Still, sometimes, Woo, most times, bro. Yeah, hierarchy is mad. Hierarchy is what kills our community within hip hop, grime. Uh, drill with all of within all of this hierarchy is what kills our community because hierarchy and status is such a small it's such such a small scale within our communities that it takes somebody with a huge hierarchy and, and the person with that huge status will usually have loads of money as well and because we don't have lots of money all of a sudden that's the way for you to prize individuals to, you, to doing whatever you want it's the reason why I like saying gigs is the leader because at least he's somebody from our community that's huge influence and I trust him being a leader more yeah, than I yeah, trust definitely. any of these other wankers. Do you know yeah. where I'm coming from? So Yeah, like yeah, definitely. I like, I I like that example from? that you've given there with that actually. So I uh, I don't know man, yeah. I don't know where we're going. I went on a tangent yeah, as yeah. per usual. That's, but that's, do you know what? Shout out Benjart, man. Um yeah, honourable shout out to Benjart each and every time. Benjart.com, you already you already know. Um Howlers. Before we do that, one second, let me just check this very quickly. I went on a mad tangent. Sorry about that, bro. Yeah, fuck them, innit? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm joking. Cool. Um, sorry, no, it was just an important thing. But, boom! Yeah, ready? Howlers. Now, big man, do you know what? There are some people in life, I was thinking to myself, yeah, like, maybe the older you get, the further you should go from your phone. Because sometimes, some things when you're older, they sound really, really great in your head because you speak to a, sm- you speak to a smaller community of people. So, like, your ability to understand what's happening outside is so much smaller. Like, because you don't talk to a large group of people. So Exhibit A. Talk about, and we need to, and I'm going to address it today. And some people might get offended. Caribbeans out there, Jamaicans, Bayesians, whatever you are, that live here but you're born here, and you hear us as British people um, of Caribbean descent, doing the accent and it's not spot on and you laugh (laughs) that's not very jamaican is it it sounds more english it's supposed to be we don't want to be from the caribbean we're actually glad we were born here right i was born clapham south right all right it's a tesco's now right it was usually it was called clapham south hospital for women it's now tesco's let's move on from that i was born here and i'm fucking proud right i said it right and we are all proud the ones that are born here you try and make us feel bad for the fact that our parents came and had us over here but they did it for a reason so we could have a british passport that means that anywhere you go in the world right they cannot tell you nothing you know how many times i've been to belgium germany and the people at the customs look at me and they vex First of all, you're talking shit. I went to Sweden the other day, my brother, and I had the most amount of problems getting into the country. Would you like to know why? Brexit. So, my guy that I've grown up and loved, he even let me into Woodgreen Shout one time. Like, this guy is an individual that had a show, TRL. He was on Channel 4. He's one of the most influential guys at the time. Early, you can never put him down. But Mr. Richard Whitewood, I don't know what the fuck you are speaking about, my brother. You're one of the oldest guys in our community. You're meant to be giving a message that helps 
makes us feel as black people we're powerful but somehow you're admiring the burgundy book the same burgundy book that made Windrush and sent loads of people back for actually helping rebuild this country after the second world war they just sent loads of jamaicans back but you're out here praising the burgundy book the same burgundy book that gives me problems just going to sweden to see my fucking little children my beautiful little boys i can get questioned for like an hour walking into this country and it's just sweden it's two and a half hours away this burgundy book this same burgundy book that's got mrs Priya Patel sitting in some house who's brown as well who feels that she's now an enemy to us Strong. and you've got Rwanda and I'm just going to send people to Rwanda this burgundy book my brother what are you talking about people had to fight during Covid just for black people to be on television so black women could have more of a voice and a presence and I'm not talking light skin I'm talking the darker shade that you didn't want there in the first place and now we've got the the comedians and all of these people there so Richard Blackwood I don't know what the hell is going on my brother but you're someone from our community that i loved and admired but for you to be out here preaching this burgundy book and saying people that are born here were happy i can tell you i have not been happy in years in, when i was 21 years old i went to enfield and i had a football team and we got told we're the best colored team they've seen in 10 years <laughs> colored oh my crayola my brother why am i happy about the burgundy book the burgundy book's backside fam can't lie fam, shout out Jamaica and everybody that's proud of where they're from, really from. Do you know what? I'm so tempted to name this podcast The Burgundy Book. I, The Burgundy Book. <laughs> man, I'm out here repping The Burgundy Book. Do you know what? Nah, I'm going to shout man. out to him still because I do fuck with him still. So do but, I, yeah, but that's, I, I, that's I, I, a I hear exactly where you're coming bro. from. Yeah, I hear where you're coming from. Do you know what as well? Yeah, I think maybe for me, for me, I would say in that is like, I'm more proud of what my grandparents did in the circumstances that they were put in, having to come to a country like this, more than I am proud of me saying that I'm from here. I'm proud, I'm proud of the things that we made culturally here. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the way that we, you know, incorporated different elements of, you know, maybe, so let's let's say for example, like, let's say jungle. Yeah. Musically, yeah. Camera. I'm very proud of the way that some of the young producers and DJs at the time took elements of, you know, rave music that was happening here and dancehall music and fused and, and, and put it together. All my favorite, when I listened to like, when I was growing up and there was like a couple of jungle tunes and that, I just remember hearing like, just bare flipping. It just felt like it, I connected with it because of the, the samples that was in drum and bass, well, well, jungle music at the time. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm proud of what they've done there. I'm proud of, you know, the man them that are like, that came from certain environments or whatnot and, Let's just, I'm staying with music here. And you know what? Like, garage was a thing. And even though we can, we can, there's an argument to say, or strong argument, in fact, to say that that was another thing that we created. But I'm glad, I'm so proud of like, what came out of that in regards to like, grime and then what ended up happening with UK rap and like some of the things that I experienced and all of these type of things. I'm so proud of that. And it makes me proud to be, to be where I'm from but it doesn't make me proud to be a part of, to say that I'm born in this country. No. Does, does that make sense? One minute, do you, get, do you understand Chucky, what I'm saying? You can, I can even show you even for how I look at it. 
I'm proud my parents made a sacrifice so much more so I could learn more. Mm. I'm proud my parents came over here to survive but carried faith with them. Yeah. Because with them carrying faith and survival, it gave me the balance of thinking I can do more with what I have. Right. That's what I'm happy for. I'm happy for my grandparents coming over here and trying. They had a local house and they done the most. They raised how many? Seven kids in one area. Well done for you lot. Because with that, I have opportunities. I have a bigger family. I right. have cousins now. I don't need to go and look for bare friends. I got my cousins. We can create memories. We can create opportunities. We can create economy. We can create all of these things. So I'm happy for all of that. But like you said, I'm happy that what my community that lived and existed where they did came and brought over here. I'm not what was. Ha I'm not happy with what was accessible over here. Neither were they. That's why we all created all of these new things for us to do over here of some interest. Drill, grime, you name it. Fashion, garage fashion. All, fashion all of these things we brought over here because we weren't happy with what we saw so am i happy with what given to me over here no i was given minimal resources over here and because of faith we produced more right. so i'm happy with what my community brought over here know what you had accessible to us you didn't have nothing accessible to us Come on. so i'm sorry richard blackwood man loves you bro but that hurt bro mm. for you to say them type of things there brother i watched you on trl only because of you, bro. I watched the Richard Blackwood show on Channel 4. I watched all of this stuff for you bro. to come do Hollyoaks and say that. I'm nah, just, I'm brother. I'm just also looking here. It's gone now. There was a um, there was an <coughs> exhibition, yeah. I hope they bring this back. Mm -hmm. But the exhibition... I've told you about this before. Do you remember when I told you about the exhibition called Return of the Rude Boy? Gone. Um, It was at Somerset House, yeah? Yeah. And basically, it was about um, black men and women that had come to this country or they might have been, let's just say they, they'd either come to this country yeah. or they were first generation, yeah? Yeah. And they were like creating their own things in regards to style. And like they had their own style, the way that they dressed, their flamboyancy and all of these things, yeah? And when you looked at it, it had like all these pictures of like them at, you know, like, like a sound system dance or whatever it may be, right? And you look at the way that they dress and then you look at high-end fashion, and you realise this high-end fashion stuff that they're showing you now on this catwalk and that, these men and women brought this here years ago. That's what they were doing. Like the pictures are there as evidence. Do you get what I'm saying? It was one of the black, my mum taught me, big up to my mum, by the way. I swear, my mum is a G when it comes to these things, you know. So, <laughs> sometimes she'll say to me, <coughs> Sometimes you say to me, oh, like, you know, I really want you to come to this exhibition with me and whatnot. And I don't want to do it, really. I'm like, but you know what? All right, cool. Peter's not going or things not going or whatever. I'll roll. Then I roll and I'm like, oh, this thing's hard. It's <laughs> she took me to, um, she said, oh, like, there's some, there's a theatre play and it's about Lovers Rock and that. And I'm like, mom, that's your thing, man. Like, I'm just not even really on that. But you know what? Yeah, you know what? Top me. Pause. Whoa. I know, strong. Sorry. Oh, you want to be top strong? No. Raw. What did you say? He's gonna hold a punishment for that one. Wow. So you're gonna give a punishment. That's the punishment. I'm going to poet first. Oh. Big man. That's still a bit. That's still a bit. Oh no! Look at that. That's still a bit. Yeah. Then what? You're gonna go to him first because for punishment. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, forget about it. Anyway. My She's saying, oh yeah, I want to take you to this thing that like, is a theatre play um, and it's about Lover's Rock or whatever. And in my head, I'm like, Lover's Rock is your thing. I didn't grow up on that. But I went to the theatre. Do you know who was who starred in it? Ashley Chin. 
No way. Bro, and he had a... Pro when I tell you, yeah... Shut Ashley Chin, man. His yard accent was absolutely incredible, bro. Seriously. It was, bro, it was sick. I can't remember the name of the play, but it was only on for like a couple of days. But Ashley Chin was in it. Shout out Ashley, Ashley Chin. Chin. Every single time. Yeah, man. Honorable shout out to him. You got another howler? Now, big man, when you think about brands, if I said to you SN1, that's a brand, who do you think of? Um, Gigs and... and um, I like that. And Spang. If I said to you, play dirty, there's characters, who do you think about? Correct one color, man. If I said to you, Street Fighter, let's take it back. Who do you think of? Street Fighter? Street oh, um, Ace and Vision then, man. Street Fighter? You think Where of Ryu and Ken, no? Oh, yeah, oh, shit, I thought Big you were man, talking about- Big keep your mind in what I'm dealing with oh, right sorry, now, because no, your mind's going all over the place. Yeah, work. sorry, I thought sorry, you were talking about a logo give you another one. If I give you Nintendo, what do you think oh, of? Oh, yeah, of course, like a game to play in that. What what game would you think of when I say Mario Nintendo? Kart or Mario? Could Super you Mario. imagine Nintendo and Mario having a divorce? No. Could you imagine Sega and Sonic having a divorce? Absolutely not. Gigs and SN One? Hell no. Poet and Halfcast. You must be crazy. It's but it happened because we made HC. We and did right. have a divorce. So come right. on, you're not. Okay. I hear you. Strong. And How I you. are Disney trying to get rid of Mickey Mouse? What? This stinks. You what? You what? Disney are trying to get rid of Mickey Mouse. Disney might soon get rid of Mickey Mouse. He might leave. This is facts. Don't make me turn up there with some sweets. He was created in 1928 and in 2024, he might go. The copyright law of Mickey Mouse expires then, which means that Disney may no longer be used. Mickey Mouse? Who is going to front Disney? Wow. You can't have Posty and GRM have a divorce. You can't have Rashid and Link Up TV have a divorce. So where are they going to take, where are they going to take um, Mickey Mouse then? Nickelodeon. Ni Nickelodeon can't take Mickey Mouse. They ain't got the bread for that. Can you imagine Mickey Mouse on Link Up TV? Of course not. This doesn't make sense, my brother. So for me, I'm letting, from HC, I'm letting Mickey Mouse know he's got a home here. Wait. Ain't Mickey got a gal? Minnie! So what? She's just chilling there and what? And what? He's gone. Don't you know the stories of how women have sometimes ruined a man's progression? I don't say it always happens, but Achilles Hill. Achilles! Do you remember what happened to Achilles? Hill. He saw the young lady. He was distracted. Boom! Arrow and Achilles. Boom! Now him dead. Come on. This is Mickey Mouse and Minnie. Minnie's gonna just chill out. She's still got her contract. She's doing her thing. Mickey now. Just Mickey. Mickey just tell, the one that's going, bro. Let me tell you this. If Minnie's real, she's busting out. What? <laughs> is Paige still in the house? Because Jax is gone. She ain't bust out. That's not real. I'm telling you. Now you begin to wonder what Goofy was really doing. I'm telling you. Is Goofy Adam? I'm telling you. Because there are some men in Love Island that also deserve some big houses. So what? Minnie's just going to chill in the yard? Or I'm in saying, wherever man. they're chilling? I never trusted Minnie anyway. Why? Because she was always looking over cute. Uh, yeah, she never really that, downplayed it. Anyway, I thought she fancied Roadrunner. Yeah. I, thought, always, I thought she had a thing for Roadrunner. It's always the road use, it? The road use yeah. always take. I think she had a thing for him and Popeye and them man there. You get what I'm saying? Same thing. It don't matter. There's no rules. There's no Where's rules. Popeye from? Popeye? Yeah, the, one, the, the guy who ate the spinach and that and his arms got wham. He definitely wasn't Disney. That man there was parring, man. You know he was watching all cartoons together. 
<laughs> he just taped them and they were all mixed together. Yeah, like, it's just, he taped one and then taped over it. Listen, so now when I was a you, I didn't, I wasn't, yeah, man, it was what was on the TV. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, these that were all in the same world, they might have been in different countries and that, but that's, they were human beings. But, and as far as I'm concerned, they were cartoons that was doing their thing. Huh? You were never in control of the remote. I was never in control. I All right. Never in control. The last howler, I'm afraid I've got to give it to an artist. Ready for it. Basically, as you know, it was wireless. Mm-hmm. Um, two artists, actually. Ready for and, it. And um, they're not English. Because the English don't really make mistakes. They just get into situations. They're never premeditated. They just always end up there. That's why I love England. Very just organic. Like the milk that should be in your fridge. That milk doesn't exist in Nicki Minaj's fridge. She's out here pushing y'all, telling y'all shush, and trying to escape Camden only to say, I love the Brits. Big man, they say seeing is believing. And guess what? I saw what I saw. You pushed a young girl. Why did you push her like that? Why did you push her like that? She just can't believe she's one of your bobs. She's one of your bobs. That's how you treat your bobs. Wasn't it a young guy, by the way? No. Oh, so now you're kidding. Yeah, I thought order. it was. Uh, yeah, out of order. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. you better hope she identifies as a guy. It's 2022. Sorry, you're out of order. Well, this could be a non-binary thing. Could be. I doubt it is, but I just think personally, for me, the way you treated the English when you went to Camden for your surprise meet and greet, I don't know what you expected, big man. Camden don't just see Nicki Minaj every day. It's gonna get right. mad. Right. I think you could have treated them a little better. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's me. You. That's me. That's me. But the other artists. I mean, it's bad enough they didn't know the words to any other song. And I love this artist. He's a very, very talented young man. But when you do a song called The Box Mm. in Finsley Park, there's a couple of people in the crowd I wanted to box. Mm -hmm. The N-word sounded too loud. Oh, shit. We're the minority report. We couldn't have all said that so loud. Come on. I saw white people that lost their fucking mind. I'll let you know. Go to a little Deval show. You can't say the N-word. He will point you out. <laughs> Do better, Roddy Rich. Do better, Roddy Rich. That's what I'm asking. Do better. You know what? With that actually being said, I remember I went to Wireless on the, the R&B day. Mm. Oh, shit, I gotta go soon. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we we'll be happy. Um, Jack Harlow was performing on the R&B day, but yeah. Do you know what he did though? That was like, I know I've, people do this all the time, but he did um, Churchill, what's the Churchill? Churchill Downs. Churchill Downs, yeah. But he got someone to come up and do Drake's part. And at first I was like, he doesn't seem like he's vetting this properly because he's asking a couple of people or whatever. Then in the end, he's picked some done. He's come up on the stage and then like, um, Jack's doing his part. And I'm thinking that they're supposed to be doing it together. Because the guy's not saying the lyrics properly or whatever. But anyway, see when it got to Drake's part, yeah? Hey, okay, this guy bodied it, you know? I can't even lie. He absolutely... Serious. Bro, he bodied it. Because he did it acapella as well. So, like, when um, Jack Harlow did his part, and then as soon as it got to the Drake part, the song stopped. And then the brother just kept, like, he just kept going. But, you know, like, as they're saying the bars, they're not saying the bars, like, on a beat. They're just saying it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, just saying the bar and that, and they're looking at each other and whatever. Bro, it was, he had it down packed. Whoever you are, bro, you absolutely smashed it that I day. Oh, you a drink, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're a he he was, he was so good. 
He was so good. That's good, man. That Shout out to Jack Carlo as well, man. My brother. And big up to all the people that I met out there at night as well, still. Um, shout out H. I love him as well. Honorable shout out to H. H is still better than Jack Arlo. Yep, but so yeah, um, big shout him out Frisco up. every single time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had bad to and shout clean. Out Frisco. Yeah, bad and New clean. New label soon as well. Yeah. He said um, Infamous is going to be one of the first artists. He said Infamous is cold, by the way. We just got to shout this stuff out. Wait, Infamous. This is what we do, we by the way. This is what we're supposed out. to do. Infamous has got a tune with Shaka. Oh my God, I see Shaka today. He phoned me. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Shaka. Shaka this ain't called me for a minute. Do. Shaka, shout me, brother. Shaka, this is what we got to do. Let me try and see if I can find Just this. Shout out the man. Jesse James, I see you're coming back. This is what you got to do. Let me see if I can't find this. Shout really. out Lippy, he was far too funny. It's called Badder. He killed man. All right, YouTube, lot, you're going to suffer for a moment, but hear this. Where's the infamous from, by the way? Is he north? I don't know, but I'll claim it. Watch him now. Watch him now. What's him again? What's him now? Yeah, he's bad. Hey, he's you know bad. I'm on him. He's bad. Shout Infamous. Do you know what? I wanted to show you my themes today, you know. I was going to come in and play it, but when I saw Chucky at the shop, I thought I was going to come in. I was going to have a theme song. But I'm going to play the theme song now. Can I say my theme song for the day? Go on. Obviously, people on YouTube, this ain't going to be for you. East Africa, when you go home today, I don't know what time it's going to be. I don't even know who's in your house. I want you to say to them, for four minutes, I just want your attention. Oh, I want you to play I this rhythm. I want you to sit down. I want you to invite your family in the living room. I want I you to host it. I want you to get a couple of drinks. I want you to let them know for the next four minutes, we have to want what we want. Because you know why? That makes you feel good. You should have been a mic man. And when you feel good, knowing that you're doing what you want and it's not bothering anybody, you're holding your corner. And you're thinking to yourself, what young lady is gonna come over this beat right here and body? It's my Twitter pick. No pause. Black and white, Celine. What? You don't understand what's happening right now. This sounds like the theme to song to that on Grand Theft Auto. Is this Scarface? What's going on Production. Here? The production, the production is, is ridiculous. And then after it's taking you on this wonderful tour, you see in the whole of New York City, you see the Queen of He's New York now, speak to them. East Africa, I'm telling you, all I want, brother. That's just my vibe. Mad. That's just my vibe. That is my funeral song. One hundred percent. 
100% when I die that's what I need played that's a song that's a song Mary so J people. be happy alright uh, cool um, yeah honourable shout out shout out to Benjart again um, we moved the birthday party Saturday the 23rd of July yes tell them again brother. Saturday the 23rd of July we are going to be at Ministry of Sound Outdoor Courtyard yeah um by the time you hear this, it might be too late because the tickets might have already sold out still. That's the vibe, bro. They just sell out like that. They so why do. would you wait? But just go, if you you might, you might find a ticket, chuckyonline.co.uk, the tickets are there. Say it again. Um, chuckyonline.co.uk, um, tickets are there. Oof. And it is, yeah, Saturday 23rd and it's a day party. So it is starting at two, finishing at around nine. We might go till 10. I'm there from one. Right, I'll be there from early still. I'm Hunt Chucky. We're going to celebrate. Nothing stops me from being there. Nothing. We're going to celebrate. Are you playing R&B? Oh, huh? you playing R&B? I don't know if I'm actually going to DJ. Someone has to play Be Happy. But I'm going to, yeah. I'll, I'll I'm going to I'm gonna um have that pattern though. I've got the DJ's pattern. And also, as well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll do that when it comes. But um, flipping, yeah. Good. Happy Let's birthday, go on. Man. Frank, yeah, thanks, bro. Chucky, I love you. It's another year. I love year. you too, my bro. It's another year that you've I done. I didn't get to say happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Progression. Again, you've done your thing. Another year again. Can't lie. Every year you've grown. Fam, same, I wonder same, what the bro. fuck happens next year. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. This but, podcast is one of the best things that happened to me in my life, bro. Try me. But same for you as well, bro. You know what I mean? Some people can have a good hot year, two years or whatever, but you've just been out of here for just a long time, just being impactful and genuine. I'm not even saying this to be funny, but doing your bit for the community, which oh, is, yeah. I know, the most important thing to you. Do you get love what I'm it. saying? I love that. So, yeah, man, blessed love every time. But it's your me. birthday, man. Fuck me, man. Fam. Your birthday was last week. It's our birthday together. <laughs> oh, yeah, I died, though. <laughs> it's not like your birthday was ages ago. All right, thanks for listening, everyone, yeah? Love. But uh, Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.